Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there is Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. Hello, Nikki Kinzer. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Very, very yes. well. I'm doing so well. If you were a Patreon supporter of the ADHD podcast at patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast, you would hear why. Because the live stream audience, our Patreon supporters, actually heard my story about why I'm so great. That's true. So there you go. One, one, one more reason to sign one up. One more reason. My <laughs> to, great story. To learn more Feeling about so good. Pete's great stories. Oh, my goodness. You have plenty of them. We are. This is kind of another uh, episode in a series that we've been talking about here. We're, uh, we're talking about how do you know what to do when you need to do it? Yeah. Well, you know, it's just this odd thing that I was looking at our past shows because I haven't, I've, I've procrastinated a little bit on forecasting these shows because usually, you know, for the podcast, I sit down and I think about like themes and things that I want to go through like each month and when we're going to have guests and stuff like that. And because our guests got moved, you know, a couple weeks um, yeah. later and we had already been sort of talking about this procrastination stuff. And so, yeah, I was looking at the list and I'm thinking this kind of makes sense. Yeah. Let's let's talk about how to prioritize because it is such an issue for so many people that it just seemed like kind of the next thing to talk about. I love that that's the next thing to talk about, especially because I've been on such a high around to-do managers. And now what happens when you actually stop checking out to-do managers and have to do the work? Exactly. That's a whole new, <laughs> new world for me. It's a whole uh, new issue that we have that's to, like, right. you know... Uh, but before we dig into the uh, the the conversation proper, make sure you head over to TakeControlADHD.com. You can get to know the show a little bit better and listen right there on the website. But even better, subscribe to the mailing list and we'll send you an email every time a new episode goes live. But even better than that, go ahead and jump over to Apple Podcasts or Overcast or Pocket Casts or Downcast, one of the fantastic podcast apps that you can use on your phone or on the web, and subscribe to the show. So the show will download directly to your vi- device and send you a little notification. And and if you feel so inclined and you like what you hear, you can jump over and leave us a review in uh, Apple Podcasts, help other people find the show. And as I mentioned earlier, don't forget, uh, jump over to patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast if you've connected with something that we've said on the show over the last six, seven, what odd years, um, and you uh, feel like uh, it might be worth giving back a little bit, we'd appreciate uh, a couple bucks a month to help support the show, help continue to grow the show and do things like uh, help Nikki get some new equipment like this fancy new microphone. <laughs> That's right. Listen to how good she sounds, those dulcet tones of Nikki Kinzer. That's Yay. The mic is always plugged into her computer. She'll always sound this always. great. Always. Always. Fantastic. Uh, thank you, everybody. Never unplugging this thing. I, I have a brief promotional interlude. Yes, you do. It's just a brief announcement. You know how much I love talking about my, uh, my ADHD on this show, and it turns out uh, what I love talking about, uh, in addition to ADHD, is all the other anxieties that I live with. So I've started a new show. Uh, it's called What's That Smell? A sometimes funny podcast about humans and their anxieties. And it launches on Monday the 12th, which by the time you're listening to this in the feed proper, it will have just launched in iTunes and all of the fantastic uh, podcast directories. I would appreciate it if you would check it out. Give it a listen. Let me know uh, if you like it, if you like what you uh, what you hear. It's uh, um, I do it with another uh, uh, colleague who is uh, uh, lives down in Los Angeles and uh, 
we've been podcasting together for a long time, and this is it's a new property we're very excited about. Hopefully, it'll give you a couple of chuckles. Uh, and at the end of oh, this, it's more than just a couple. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> well, the trailer there is a there is a point where I'm in the car and I'm at a stoplight and I am like laughing literally <laughs> out loud, cracking up, and I'm sure the person next to me just thought I was crazy. Well, it's pretty funny. I am. You guys are funny. I'm really glad to hear that because that's our our goal. You know, I think people get sad and tied up in a lot of their anxieties. And I think it's uh, it's okay to like drag it out into the light and laugh about it. That's kind of our motto. So uh, that's what we do. Uh, the trailer is available right now. You can subscribe to the show and make sure you don't don't miss it. And, and I will uh, tag the trailer at the end of this very podcast episode. So uh, if you want to check it out, just make sure you listen all the way to the end and you'll hear it. That's it. Awesome. Shameless, shameless plug over. Okay. Thank you, Nikki. We support you, Pete, right? Oh, it's uh, it's always very exciting, sort of, you know, putting something new out into the world. And this was the theme of my year, right? Was was expansion. I got to try some new things. And, and yes. so I'm, I'm nervous and anxious and excited. And Monday's the big day. So that's exciting. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best of luck. And I'm going to put a little review on there. Oh, very nice. For very you. nice. Thank you yeah. very much. Uh, you bet. Okay. Prioritizing your work. What is next on the list, Nikki? What, how, would you like to, uh, how would you like to talk about this? Well, like I said at the beginning of the show, it just made sense, right? Because the last few weeks, we've been talking about to-do task managers. We've been talking about how to work more efficiently. We've been talking about dealing with procrastination. So it just, like I said, made sense to to go into prioritizing tasks and making sure you're working on the right stuff, right? Because that's kind of what we're we're looking at, especially when we're thinking about how to work more efficiently. We want to make sure we're working on the right stuff. So what's the challenge? What do you think is the challenge with trying to prioritize with ADHD? I lose tasks. I get very excited about uh, uh, about dumping everything into a system, and then I see it all, and it turns to like noise, and then my brain goes to something else. I can't I can't look at it and see and filter uh, innately what is the right thing to do right now? All I see is a giant blob of stuff. And it, it mm-hmm. is a huge effort to activate the muscle that allows me to f- put everything in focus. That's a big challenge for me. Good. Okay. Well, not good. Cause that's, it, not, yeah. I mean, I'm not like <laughs> celebrating your challenge. <laughs> I delight in your failure. Excellent. <laughs> Tell me more. I, I'm glad you share it. <laughs> Thank you for sharing it. So what, um, I'm putting my coach's hat on. So what do you do to overcome that overwhelmed feeling is what I'm hearing, right? You're feeling pretty overwhelmed uh, because you've, you've put, you've, you've chosen this wonderful task manager. Yeah, Let's just say I've selected one. Who knows? You've selected one, (laughs) maybe two, but at least one. So, so yeah. How do you overcome that? Oh, that reminds me. I'm actually wearing my appropriately themed shirt. You're doing it wrong. Do it better. <laughs> right? Yes, I, I try to do it better. Uh, I yeah. I feel like um, I you know what I have learned over the years and in talking to you and doing this show and and really kind of exploring this is that I have to stop and reflect uh, and and like tune it out. Like I I have to be able to to take that blob and and sometimes it's as simple as just saying uh, even holding up a piece of paper over my screen and just looking at the first thing on the list. Right. If if I don't find a way to filter just one next thing, 
then I'm sunk. And and that that if I don't do it quickly, there's also it feels like there's a trigger, right? If I if I l- open my to do manager in the morning, and my times aren't set up, and it's just a long list of stuff, I'll start scrolling, and then. I'm lost. If I if I start scrolling, I'm just lost. I'm dizzy with too much mm-hmm. stuff and I won't look at the next thing that I need to do. Uh, and, and so sometimes it's just as easy as saying, tune everything out and just do the top thing. Um, mm-hmm. But what I have learned, the muscle that you develop over time of doing this is that you have to focus first on, I, I always start on deadlines. Like what is the thing that is due first, not just mm-hmm. in my list first. And then I start building my agenda for the day out of that. Mm-hmm. So well, and that's definitely as we've mentioned before in in other shows. I think that's the probably the easiest way to set the priority for the day yeah. is looking at the deadlines, right? Yeah. And these are real deadlines, not fake ones, right? <laughs> not right, ones not that, that you yeah. just yeah, yeah. That well, you for example, you like we have, done. we do this show. We record it on Friday, and I have some things right. that there are that that we have made an agreement with our listeners and with the community and with you know our schedule. The show is due on Tuesday. It goes live at six a.m. Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. West Coast time. There are, and it has for so long that mm-hmm. that is that's a real deadline. It's a deadline you expect. It's a deadline mm-hmm. listeners expect. I have to make that deadline, and that defines the list of twenty or so tasks that begin at ten a.m. on Friday morning and end at six a.m. on Tuesday morning. So I can I can anchor work around that list of tasks. It's it's mm-hmm. a fixed deadline, and I can sort of fit. Those are the big rocks, you know, to use the mm-hmm. Covey parlance, and I can use I can fill in you know little rocks around that does mm-hmm. that make sense am i just it blurting does make out sense. words now quick question because you bring up something that i didn't have in my in my outline it, it, and that is the the overwhelm of looking at your list mm-hmm. but i know from us looking at your list in <laughs> past shows you do have things categorized it's not a, it isn't an, a, a long list of stuff so that has, I mean, I'm guessing that has to help you kind of, or does it not? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, does it help you to see it in categories or does it still feel like it's one big list, even though it's categorized? <laughs> what I walked into this morning is I opened Todoist because that's where I've landed right now. And mm-hmm. uh, I have this list of, uh, th- at the very top, I have my inbox and then I have today. And today has maybe uh, 30 tasks on it. Uh, now, a lot of those tasks are in buckets, like, for example, the ADHD po- podcast that comes with, you know, 15 tasks that I'll, I'll complete today. And what's that smell? I'm recording this afternoon. And that comes with, you know, 12 tasks today and a few other tasks from within those buckets. I have set a few things that have times associated with them, like, for example, record the show for the ADHD podcast. That's that actually has 10 a.m. on it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm able to, based on that, I've built my agenda for today around uh, the times that those certain big rocks have to have to land. Right. I right. find that agenda view, look, being able to put that on my calendar is enormously comforting when I'm dizzy because I just know the first thing I have to do is this deliverable that involves a time. This mm-hmm, thing is something mm-hmm. I have to do. And then I, as I scroll down, after all the timed events, then I have this kind of wash of other tasks. And most of them are associated with the, the anchor tasks that have time associated with them. So the ADHD podcast has all these other tasks that I'll be doing as a result of recording the show. And, and that, I feel like, gives me, gives me sanity. It gives me space. And that's what mm-hmm. I do at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. My last uh, sort of w- scheduled work task is my daily review. And I look mm-hmm. at tomorrow. 
And I, I, it is at the end of the day, it's just a wash of tasks. There's nothing with times on it. But by the end of the day, I feel like I am at a different place, right? Emotionally, I know I don't have, you know, a whole lot more work to wrap up between, you know, four and five. So I, I feel a little bit more comfortable looking at the wash of tasks and assigning times to the things that I need to assign time. So that means tomorrow when I wake up and look at my tomorrow's today, it's, it's not as dizzying and just disastrous for my it's just yeah. electricity in my brain i just can't i can't look at it what i see with a lot of my clients is the challenge of everything is important so let's take out the deadline right, right? because we know that that's an easy decision to make but what yeah. about all of those other tasks that um don't have a deadline but they all feel like they have the same importance how do you um get through those how do you decide what's important with that, like, wh- in, or what you do next, in order to which answer is the that, title of yeah, the show. Yeah, what do you do next? In order <laughs> to answer that next? question, I have to, I have to get a little bit uh, gooey, uh, because oh, gooey, yeah, like well, sticky gooey, yeah, maybe sticky gooey. <laughs> no, like okay. it's it, it, it. This has really been last year was really hard for me in this regard. Like, I feel like I made it through the year by the skin of my teeth. Um, you know, just by, looking by, at because of prioritizing. Yeah, yeah, because of priority. Oh, because I wasn't able to. I feel like I did the work I needed to do. It was actually a pretty good year in terms of completing tasks. You know, I checked off yeah. a lot of boxes. But I we did launched it, a program. We did. We launched a program. We did a lot yeah. of great work. But I did yeah. it sort of indiscriminately. You know, it was like there. I I did in in terms of my internal like driving motivator. It was all um, extrinsically motivated, right? So it was oh, all right. work for clients. It was all work for... So I I stopped right around sort of December, January, and I, I kind of thought, I thought, how do I don't want to do uh, some big resolutions. I want to think about, you know, the, the, the sort of word of the year seems to be themes, like yearly themes. Like, what is this going to be the year of? And for me, it's, you know, in one part, it's expansion. I want to launch some new things and see how they work in the world. Uh, but the other thing is I, I have to stop and focus on the biggest rocks, which are, am I learning and growing what are the things that I'm doing every day in some small way to to grow and learn something new and change something about myself that will contribute to moving me forward? Like I'm working on this book. Am I writing a little bit every day? Am I doing so I start now looking at my task list in the morning and thinking I need to have one thing. The number one thing that I do is a thing that is going to move me forward in that way. It's going to take 15 minutes to teach me something new. I'm going to watch a video and learn a new skill. I'm going to, you know, produce a show that is going to move me forward. I'm going to write for a half hour. I'm going to something that's going to move me ahead. And that's always sort of my one first priority is get that scheduled. And I'm, it may, I love that. It, it may be something that involves a client, right? It may be, Hey, I'm going to take on a new project and I'm going to learn something new in the process. And I have to you know, get batteries for a recorder and learn how to use it. I need something like that, right? But it may just be me doing something to move my world ahead. Okay, so that's my that's, cool. that's my biggest rock, and it just sort of drives that theme. Then, uh, you know, you take out all the other timed stuff, and uh, then at some point you just have to like sift through um, the the wash of tasks. And uh, for me. I do first the tasks that are related to the big rocks that are, you know, scheduled in time. I do the things that are uh, where people are waiting on me. 
if there is an mm-hmm. because everything goes into my task list. So even reply to Nikki about such and such a thing when you send me an email, that's in my task list. If I see that you're waiting on me for something, that task has come up. That's the next thing in the list that I'll schedule time to do is reply to mm-hmm. reply to those emails. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and then it's schedule the the ongoing work. And by then, which is really nice, by that point, usually just about everything's kind of scheduled. And right. so it's pretty easy to to look at the through the the last few tasks and say, okay, I can that's manageable. I can put those, I can schedule those, and maybe I don't schedule them even for today. Maybe they came up as a thing that I need to be aware of today, but ultimately I can put them in a time slot for tomorrow or the next day. Uh, mm-hmm. But I actually have been able to reflect because I've sifted through the big rocks and and I have that handled. I don't know. Again, make any sense? It makes a lot of sense because so in review, just to sort of reflect back to what you're saying. So I, I'm clear and the listeners are clear. It, it's that, first of all, kind of getting a hold of that overwhelm that you're feeling with your list. So figuring out how to kind of swift through that on the way that you organize it and look at mm-hmm. it and and going through those deadlines and making sure that those things get uh, prioritized. But then you're also saying that the, the, the biggest priority is doing something for yourself, which is huge. Yeah. Um, and making sure that that gets scheduled. And then everything sort of falls into place after that, too, because you're, you're, sw- you're swifting, swifting? Sifting. Is that the word sifting. you used? Sifting. Yeah. Sifting. Swifting. It is. Taylor it's like Swift. a filter. <laughs> it's like every pass. And I think this is, this is a thing that I've, let's just say this is a thing that I have, uh, uh, that is a hard one, uh, is that, when I get overwhelmed, it's usually because I stop after that first pass, right? I look at the whole yeah. list and I get distracted because it's overwhelming. And I think being able to take those things, you know, and just chip away at it and put them in time slots, that's a filtering pass. And every time you look at it, you know, you get through about the third time and there aren't very many tasks that you you have left on your today list to actually schedule and do the mm-hmm. work on. It makes it much easier to prioritize. So mm-hmm. I my first task in the morning, and, and I actually have these as repeating tasks every day, even with weekends, uh, do my morning review at eight in the morning and do my uh, daily review at uh, four in the afternoon, or I will forget to do them. And Mm -hmm. they take 15 minutes. And Mm -hmm. that is incredibly valuable time uh, in order to keep that muscle developing. If I stop doing that, if I fall out of that habit, uh, then I get overwhelmed and I can't figure out what to do next. If I do that every day diligently, I'll always know the next thing I need to do. Well, and I think that when you're doing it every day, too, then it makes the prioritizing easier because you're on top of it. You're yeah. not necessarily feeling like you're behind or you don't know where to go next or you don't know what the next thing is because you really are staying on top of it. You really have you're touching it every single day. So yeah. you're seeing it, which I think makes a difference. And I think, you know, I think part of overwhelm and one of the this is one of the complaints that I hear is that, you know, for, for folks who, who haven't embraced a system like a, a task manager or work management system uh, is that it's just too overwhelming to see all those tasks in one place. And Mm -hmm. I think that lack of commitment is actually self-defeating. I think part of what is required, and I'll speak for myself, for my brain is to be at my best and to review it every day on a schedule. And when I do that, 
then I get to stay on top of it and I feel a greater sense of confidence and relief. It's when I don't. It's when I fall on the excuse of, oh, it's just too much to even approach. I don't know where I would even start, so I won't do anything. I'll just do what's right in front of me because that's what I can see. That's when I, I fall apart. Well, and I think that that's perseverance definitely coming through. That I've got to push through this. I mm-hmm. can't just let that be an excuse to walk away and and not do it. I got to, I got to sift <laughs> through yes. it. I got to make a decision. And and I think that sometimes I'll tell my clients that don't worry about even if it's the wrong decision, just take action, just do something. So if, if the choice, and I know this sounds kind of strange, but this is hard for people. Yeah. You know, do I do the, do I do the dishes or do I do the laundry? It's like you, you just choose one and, and instead of not doing anything because you're not sure which one is more important, you know, choose something just to get that, that action, um, going. But you know, you know? I, I actually have uh, every Friday at 10 a.m. a task goes live that is laundry. And yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, when I don't have that on there as that little task, because laundry doesn't mean do all the laundry and then fold all the laundry and put all the laundry away. That's not what it means. Mm-hmm. What it means over the years is that I start at 10 o'clock and when I'm not doing a podcast, uh, you know, so they, in fact, this morning I started at eight, I put a load of laundry in and it took about 35 seconds mm-hmm. and then the wash ran and then mm-hmm. I had some breakfast and then I unloaded the dishwasher and then it was time for me to put the laundry in the dryer. And I, I did that because it's binging, right? The binging happened. And so right. those little alerts and things keep me kind of moving forward. I think the overwhelm comes when you have a big task and you haven't figured out or habituated how to break it down into its smaller yes. pieces. Doing the laundry doesn't yes. mean all the laundry at once. You don't have to sit and wait for it because that seems overwhelming. You just you start it. Just kick well, the ball a little bit. And I have to say, I really like when you were talking about that big rock of how do I move myself forward? What, yeah. what, how do I, you know, grow myself? You, you said maybe it's just 15 minutes yeah. at the beginning of the day. So I think that that's huge is, is definitely breaking it down and figuring out what the smallest thing is that you can do so that you, again, just take that action and get that momentum going. Um, I think is, is a big deal. Um, uh, couple things that I want to add that are just more, uh, there are more strategies for people to consider when they're going through their lists. Um, there is a very common way of thinking um, for ADHD, which is now or later, right? It's right. either important right now or it can wait. And this actually can be used to your advantage when you are going through that list and trying to sift. I love that. I'm saying, I'm just going to say that over <laughs> and over again. It's all yours. <laughs> When you're trying to sift through your your list, that's a really great way to eliminate some of the things that don't need to be done now. Because if you can start kind of getting that out of the noise or out of your vision, so it's not noise anymore, it's gone, it's just away. And now you're looking at the things that are now something to think about. You know, how can you use this now or later, kind of into your advantage, and and be able to to at least get closer to to some of those. Um, uh, decisions. Being so I, I have a little game I just want to add, and this is after my yeah. daily review. So the daily review is always the last task that I have on my list where I go through and plan for tomorrow. And I have developed, I think it's really over the last three months, uh, a, a really emotionally satisfying little practice, which is I'll take a task, I'll take, I'll get all my day scheduled and uh, I'll look at my, I'll check off daily review. So I'm effectively done with my work day. And then I'll look at the first task the next day or the first couple of tasks and say, hmm, could I knock one of those out today? 
So it's my schedule later do now game. And so I'm always ending feeling it's the stupidest little no hack. It's so it feels so silly. And yet when I check off my first task for tomorrow today, I feel like I just won the world like that feels so good. Do that. You know, that's another strategy, though, that I have to highlight that you have found yourself is that you have found a way to engage yourself into that task mm-hmm. and make it more fun. Yeah. And and that's huge because what what do we tend to avoid? Well, ADDers are going to avoid the things that they don't want to do, the things that are boring or the things that they just don't have interest. So if you can play a game around it, like what you just explained, that is a way of you re-engaging yourself and actually making it a little bit more fun and exciting. Yeah. And you're getting something out of it. You know, you're getting that immediate satisfaction right. that you that you did something. It's kind of a similar vibe that. to the to the. Uh, and I think I used to be one of these people where you. Make make a task list of things you've already done and then check them off. Or you make a list of things you have to do today, including like 10 things you've already done so that you can check them off and give yourself a little push. And that, um, I used to do that. Like in college, that was a big thing. You know, I, I would always make a list of things I had to study after I studied them. And it ended up being really unfortunate because I'd always forget something. Right? So <laughs> that's why I like this way because I'm actually just, it's, it's giving me a little nudge at tomorrow, but I'm actually doing the work and checking it off when I do the work. And that that to me is a is the... Some variation on the game. Yeah. Yeah. So on a side note, I've been doing a lot of stuff on organizing because mm-hmm. um I'm going into the new the next theme, you know, going into spring. Oh, I'm yes. gonna be talking about organizing here soon. And it reminds me of your game your game, your challenge that you did a couple of years ago or last year. I don't remember how far, you know, time kind of flows yeah. together. Uh, but when you did the one item a day and then kind of built yourself up of, of decluttering. Oh, we need to do well, that again. I'll tell you what. Oof. Well, I taught, you know, we do too. And it's like, it, it's that it's making it fun. It's making a game like how, you know, how much can you get rid of in an hour, yeah. you know, or how much can you get rid of in 30 minutes and just making it more fun and engaging. And I don't know, I think that stuff matters. It just makes the project more fun. That's right. Not so hurt, not so painful. Spoon, so anyway, spoonful of sugar, people. Spoonful yeah. of sugar. <laughs> the other thing I want to emphasize is you did talk about impact. You did mention that, mm-hmm. um, you know, who's waiting on me on something. And uh, I definitely think that's something to look at when you're prioritizing because uh, not only the impact of others, but um, of course, family and um, bosses and, and the consequence. I mean, what is this going to cost you yeah. if you don't get it done or it, you wait until the last minute? And this is a conversation I've had a lot because we've talked about procrastination last week, there were some things that came up in some coaching clients and some like a Facebook live that I did last week about procrastination. And it is, it's like trying to decide is the cost painful enough to where, okay, I'm actually going to start sooner next time than what I did. And I've been talking to students about that too, with, um, you know, waiting until the last minute to to study for a quiz or to to do homework. It's like, you have to really figure out, is is it worth? Because it is going to take time and planning and discipline to start earlier. And if, if it's not painful enough, it, it probably isn't going to happen. I mean, let's be realistic. Right. You know, it's like that's why it's an issue. So digging deep and trying to figure out, you know, what behavior 
And this is what I said to one of my college students is what behavior has to change in order for you to get a different result? Because if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're not going to get that result. And it's these strategies. They're not easy. They're hard. Um, and you have to pay attention to them, but th- but they can make a difference, and they do make little differences each day makes a big difference, yeah, right? right? And that's what I want to encourage people to do. Is this isn't something you have to just all of a sudden I'm never going to procrastinate, or I'm going to be the you know the the expert prioritizer. We're not looking for that. We're just looking for small little changes that are going to make a difference in your life. We we just had one of those. We just had one of those, and it was around our house. You talk about the impact and the cost. We got this new garage door a couple of weeks ago. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. And part of it was because when when the guy came to look at it, he was like, "Yeah, um, like when your door goes up, it's so broken inside that the plywood between the sheets and the bottom panel is about to like fall down on your car. Like every time the garage door goes up, there's a danger of that piece like falling down on your car. So, you know, I think about that all the time. Like the, the impact is, yeah, garage door is really expensive and it was a pain to have to do that. And I might have had to get a new garage door and have my car uh, uh, undergo significant oh, repairs. You so, you know, weigh the cost. Like, I, that yeah. is something I think about all the time. So, uh, one last suggestion. Yeah. Just full of them. Full today. of them. Full of them. No more questions for you, though. You're oh, off the hook. Thank goodness. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> Uh, no, but one more suggestion is to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, this can be in all kinds of situations. It can be in a work situation. It could be in a home situation. So if you're really not sure, you know, like, is your wife going to get really mad at you if you don't do this over this? Like, ask her, you know, what's most important to her? Or what's most important to the family that you get this project done or whatever? Right. And then in the work environment, you don't have to ask for help and say, oh, guess what? I have ADHD and I have a hard time making decisions. Like you don't have to say that, right? right? You don't have to do that. But you can certainly ask for clarification and just say, hey, boss man or boss woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> International Woman's Day That's yesterday. Right. Got International Boss Lady Day. <laughs> yeah, boss Lady Day. <laughs> so, you know, you can ask whoever your boss is um, just for clarification. Hey, I just want to, you know, make sure that this we're on the same wavelength and this is what you're thinking there's nothing wrong with double checking and just making sure that you're kind of on the same wavelength no one needs to know why you know but it gives you the peace of mind that that you need to go forward and not stay stuck we don't want to stay stuck right that's not a good place to be so let's get out of that and uh ask for support if you need it there you go pete right i like that that's perfect that's what i have i like it for today i like it and next week uh, assuming we don't have any, uh, nobody's struck by lightning. Uh, Guess what we're doing? What? We are answering questions. That's oh, what we're that's doing right. next week. That's right. We're because questions. our lovely listeners have given us questions and we have, I think I've compiled at least six of them. Mm-hmm. And, well, that's enough for um, three shows. Well, and I actually had to sit and, and go through them and think, okay, is this really like, is this a whole show? Yeah. Uh, but I think the ones that I've chosen... It might be a little longer show than what we usually have, but I think that we can do it in a timely manner. Okay. Well, I look forward to that. Yes. All right. I love Q&A. Q&A shows are my favorite. So, you know what? If there are any other uh, questions, send them in. Send them to Nikki. Give her something else to do this week. Because she, right? she thinks she's all finished, but she might not be. Send them in. I know. <laughs> send them in and then we can do two shows. That's right. We'll do two shows. <laughs> 
Thank you, everybody, for your time and attention, for downloading and listening to this show, for considering joining us over at patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. We sure appreciate you uh, you doing that and for jumping into the live stream whenever you can. Uh, we sure appreciate that, too. So on behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next week right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. You already know what it is. Even before we bring it up, it's there. Because it's always there. Always there in the back of your mind. It's that one thing. That one thing you always think about. That thing you can't stop thinking about, even if you want to. And you're thinking about it, and it makes you ask... It makes you ask the same question. And that question is... What's that smell? Welcome to What's That Smell, a sometimes funny podcast about humans and their anxieties. And no, What's That Smell won't always be about smells and the questions they bring up. Thank God for that. Instead, each week we will be discussing the issues that question revolves around, those small anxieties we each have in our everyday lives. They're worth talking about, because what might seem trivial but distressing to each of us individually might actually be shared by a lot of us together. Preach! I'm Pete Wright. And I'm Tommy Metz Third. While we've been close friends since college in Boulder, Colorado. Go Buffs! We are two very different people. For instance, I live in Portland with my wife and two kids. They are the loves of my life and teach me new things every day. And I live in Los Angeles with my rescue dog, Foster. He tripped over a shoe this morning. Through all of our differences, we've realized that we both share something. That we each have little anxieties in our lives. Ones we keep secret and think only apply to us and us only. And that's where these little anxieties take root and thrive in the darkness, like crafty raccoons, or as I call them, raccraftoons. Ooh, I hate those sneaky raccraftoons. <gasps> Sneak craftoons! But now it's time to change all that. Every week, Tommy and I will each share one of our deepest, darkest anxieties with each other. We'll drag them out into the light. In doing so, we'll share them, learn about them, and hopefully laugh about them with all of you. Because learning and laughing about anxiety is like a silver bullet cross made of kryptonite. It's nonsensical, but it might help solve the problem at hand. Each week, you'll be hearing things like... You know, as I've been an adult for a zillion years now, the rational part of me knows that that's not possible because of physics and aerodynamic lift. It's just not possible. And then I did a little bit of research. Oh, dear. It is absolutely possible. (laughs) It is 100% possible. And what is the first thing you think about when you're 12? And somebody says particles of stuff are going in your nose. Not flowers. No, it's poop. It's always poop. <laughs> I can't believe I had to actually tell no, you. No, I just didn't want to say the poop. word. As a mitigating factor, everyone knows your mother is a liar. <laughs> the package of cookies was open, and I reached in, and I, I brought them. Yes, they were already open, and I put them. I, I grabbed two cookies, and I came into my mm-hmm. office, and I put them down on my desk to come in and record with you. And then I picked up one cookie, and I put it in my mouth, and I ate it. And then a few minutes go by, and I reached down, and I picked up the other cookie. And what's on the other cookie, Tom? Ants, Tom. Oh, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. We're done. No more. We can't talk about ants. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, I'm trying to tell this you that I put ants in my mouth, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> 
So come join us on this experiment into the unknown nonsense we call our brains. Some of our anxieties will be stupid. Some will be more real. But all of them will be worth talking, learning, and laughing about. And we will most definitely want to hear from you. You might be surprised that some of our little anxieties are some of your little anxieties. It'll be like listening to a mirror. Well, that makes no sense at all. Our first episode will be ready to go on March 12th. Until then, you can find the show at rashpixel.fm. And please go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever fine podcasts are served. Then you'll be ready to go on day one when we try to find the answer to... What's that smell? 